Hi there, and welcome to Isometric, a gaming podcast from a different perspective. I'm Steve Lubitz, and I'm here with our panel, as always, starting with Head of Development at Giant Space Cat, makers of the imminently released Revolution 60 for iOS, Brianna Wu. How you doing, Brie? <laughs> no, sorry, you're supposed I'm to say what's crackalackin'? What's wrong I'm with sorry. you? I'm sorry. I, I, you don't, I, nobody's yeah. going to know who you are if you're not I, saying what's crackalackin'. This is... <laughs> well, you can say it now. What's crackalackin'? <laughs> uh, how you doing, Bree? Um, I feel awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're all a little bit loopy after this week, a little bit. Assistance Games Editor at Pace Magazine, Maddie Myers. How you doing, Maddie? Well, Steve, it's been a butt mode week here at Myers Cove, but I'm here. I'm here. I'm ready to record. I'm ready is, for isometric. Is, is butt mode going to be like Smurf now? Is that, is that what's going to happen? We're just going to start replacing butt mode with like words that are real words. Is that what's going to happen? You know what? I, I, don't, I don't know the future, but it's a possibility. Oh, jeez. Anything's possible if uh, you believe. <laughs> in butt mode <laughs> reviewer from iMore and host of Zen and Test podcast and hopefully the one sane person on this podcast this week Georgia Dow how are you doing Georgia I'm, I'm doing really good and I want to say thank you for everyone for being there and I just want to answer Bree's question and uh, butt mode's crackalacking <laughs> <laughs> this is Our, the show this, this is, is the show this, this is, week this is great <laughs> Um, should we, we we've start? just, we've just gone to, we've just gone to like fourth grade. And no, I know. I know. It, I know it's not the first item on the agenda. But I think we, we need to just about explain about, what the hell is yeah, going on. Yeah, we need to talk yes. about button modes. I, yeah. Mm. To be honest, like so, when I suggested this should be on the show topics this week, I just saw the headline butt mode and I just sent it to you. So I don't really even know what it is. All right. I, no, do, I don't know I, what it is either. All right. So visualizations okay. stuff and it's, it's not pretty. <laughs> okay, so I I will talk more about Shovel Knight when we talk when we do what's we're playing what we're playing because that's my game for the week. But so Shovel Knight is it what all you need to know until we get to that is that it's basically like an NES game that was like lost in time or whatever. You enter your name into the game and that's that's your name for your character and if you enter a certain name just like in the old NES games what will happen is it will just start changing random words to butt. <laughs> so it's like instead of shovel knight, it's shovel, it's shovel butt. And instead of shield knight, it's shield butt. And, and everything, like every third word is butt. And it's butt mode. So that is butt mode. And it's the double T and butt. Double T butt, yes. As, as in butt. Yeah, as in, in, butt. Case, in case anybody thought it was <laughs> something the, that was not. <laughs> it, it, it is not conjunction junction, Georgia. It is. <laughs> I, I feel like I missed out on an ability to innovate with Revolution 60. And I feel right. like I've just been shown up. So it, it's I'm not too sad. late, right? I mean, have you, huh? are, you, are you approved yet? You could just do a 1.1 update. That we could. In, uh, we mode. could. We'll, we'll see what Apple has to say about butt mode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. So should we, should we talk about some video games? And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you, have any, do you have any statements you want to make about the stuff or, or you want to just get into it? You know, this week, uh, it's been a really bad week for video games. It's been, it has been a really bad you know, week to be a woman in the industry. And, you know, we were looking at it and, like, Maddie doesn't want to go over all the awful stuff that's happened this week. I don't want to go over it. Georgia, do you want to go over it? 
No, 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 no. no. So we're going to do follow all the tweets. That's it. Just follow. Right. Yeah, just follow, just follow Maddie and I, and you'll get the follow gist. the yellow brick um, road. No, we just it's we wanted to keep the show light today because we feel like we all really need it. So it's just going to be a much lighter show this week. So yeah. So yeah. if you were expecting us to cover some of that stuff, I mean, we may touch on a little we're bit. We're going to have a not, special yeah. at some point, um, but not, not today. Not today. I, don't, I think we all just kind of yep. need a break and we yep. need to talk about video games. Yeah. Talk about video game, video games, and not all the stuff that's going around video games. So we have a, a couple of little follow-up things uh, from last week uh, or from the last couple of weeks. So we had Justin Kranzel to talk about Murdered Soul Suspect. Uh, a couple weeks ago and about how that was doing. And unfortunately we got news this week that uh, the dev airtight is closed down. So that's, that's kind of sad. And I guess that that was the one thing that we didn't really talk about with Justin two weeks ago is that one of the, the the one other thing that we didn't really discuss is that it seems like in AAA, a lot of times, unless you're doing something like a call of duty, that's really a a known thing that's going to sell gazillion copies, no matter what, if you're taking a risk, it's kind of an existential bet on the company. And unfortunately, that bet for Airtight didn't really pan out. So hopefully those guys can all find other other work soon. But that's that's kind of a – well, I guess we'll start on a downer. But <laughs> <laughs> after we said we needed a light show, oh, oh, by the way, the dev closed. So, you know, good, good job for me. What exactly happened? Like is it just mismanagement? Is that the game doesn't make enough? Like what exactly happens that, that causes – you know, and the, the game's just, like, it just seems so sad. We just spoke about it, and then we get this. Well, Maddie, you reviewed it. What do you think? I think that the game took a lot of risks and that a lot of reviewers didn't get it. Uh-huh. And we talked about that on the show a little bit. It's mm-hmm. a very unusual game. Yeah. And I think that a game like Gone Home went out of its way to make it clear in its advertisements that it was a game about solving a mystery. Of course, some people still complained that that game was poorly advertised and that they thought it would be something different, but that's a separate argument. I I think they did a a pretty good job of it. Um, But I don't know that Murder did as well because I didn't know what I was going to get when I went in. And I think that... It's really hard to know how to market these kinds of games that are not combat heavy and that are more about experiencing a world and uncovering pieces of a story. That That's sort of a game genre that is not new. I mean, I would describe Myst as being in that genre mm-hmm. and Myst is one of the right. most popular games ever sold. And mm-hmm. I love that game. It's not like a new thing. We We kind of think we act like it's new, but it's really not. And I think they're was a way to make murdered as popular as even missed was, but I'm, I'm not quite sure what it was or who they could have shown it to. But I do think that the way that game reviewing is set up now is still very much focused on a particular kind of game being yeah. reviewed well. And I don't know to what extent the reviews affected people's purchases. I, I that's obviously, this is my area of expertise. So it's what I pay attention to, I guess. This is a branding question that games like this are going to have to face. And, I mean, this is something that I know that the devs at Irrational went through when they were putting out Bioshock Infinite. They were like, they really had to market to 
frat guys, they brought marketing people in to fraternities and they were like, this is going to be like Call of Duty for you. But they also wanted to like have an intelligent storyline. I mean, like this is something that a lot of developers are dealing with, like how you sell a game like this. Yeah, I remember there was a there was a lot of controversy around that cover, too for Bioshock where it was like I think they wanted to have the songbird on the cover at mm-hmm. one point and then they just they chose had this put... really broy picture of Booker yeah. on the with his gun because yeah. they wanted to appeal to the frat boys and stuff like that and yeah, that's and like those the little game kinds of that, decisions. The game that Bioshock Infinite ended up being was something that I think would appeal to frat boys but Murdered Soul Suspect not so much even though the cover and the title of the game seem to imply that it's going to be a particular type of game. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure that that was the best way to go, but it's not even just that. I think it's bigger than that and that the gaming environment that we're in right now, I don't know if it's quite the same as the environment that we had when Mist came out and mm-hmm. that's sort of a bigger problem, more well, of a cultural it, problem. Sorry, and this is going off topic, but I think I agree with you. Like, I think, Maddie, like games seem to go in, you know, just like movies, they go through a cycle, right? Like we go through all the similar type of game, it becomes really popular, people make a thousand of them, and then we kind of switch to a different type of game, people make a thousand of them, mm-hmm. like the, the flappy bird phenomenon, kill me. Right, right. And, um, it's like a small scale version of the same type of thing. Yeah, yeah. and so, you know, it might have just been, uh, yeah, marketing, timing. Uh, but it was so sad. It was just so sad in the timing of after we did the show to, oh. to find out. I was just like, oh. Yeah. And I just want to say, Bree tweeted, like, I can't think of any good games for 2014. And I looked over all my 2014 games. And Murdered is seriously the only game that's come out in 2014 that I would strongly recommend people play. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I looked at all. I mean, I may have missed, like, a few indie titles. I'm open-minded about people writing in to tell us their favorite games from this year. That'd be great. But yeah. Well, there's Wolfenstein, too. I mean, oh, I think, that's true, but that's a yeah. remake. I, I'm trying to think. Well, it's of, not, like, but it's not actually. It's a completely new. I mean, it's another game well, of the fair, series. Fair, it's not. A, it's not a remake. What about Danganronpa? Yeah, Trigger Happy Havoc. I think that's by far my best game this year. Yeah, I haven't played that. I should. Oh my that god! Out. I'm going to lend you my Vita. You have to play that. <laughs> okay. I love that's that not, game. I love that game. That's not something you hear a lot. Look, if I'm buying a murder pillow, that's how strongly <laughs> I love this game. Okay, I'm gonna so I'm gonna link I'm me. gonna link a picture of Bree's murder pillow in yes. the show notes. You can find the show notes at isometricshow.com. I will I will link a picture of Bree's murder pillow, and you can go and let let me know if you think that that is awesome or incredibly <laughs> terrifying. It can be both, you know, right. But here's it could the, that's be. True. That's true. Here's the thing about like Danganronpa because it is six. It's fifteen characters that you really get to know as characters in this really beautiful story, and it is extremely compelling. And it's for a technical perspective, like for me as a developer, it's so simple that it kind of pushes me away, but the story is so awesome and the characters are so awesome and the end boss is so awesome. I just, I've never played anything like it. This just sucked me into it like that. I'm not being paid by them, by the way, but yeah. yeah, yeah. And I I would seriously, especially, you know, knowing your taste, I would say you should probably try out Wolfenstein too because I think you would really like it. I probably would. I just, you know. (laughs) In your copious spare time, I know. (laughs) That's part of the problem, yeah. Right. And so the other piece of follow-up I had is from, uh, so we were talking about early access last week, and then right after we recorded, there was an article that apparently, so Uber's releasing, Uber's had Planetary Annihilation 
in early access. It seems like forever. It, like was it was probably one of the first early access games, I guess, because it feels like it's been in early access forever. And now they're in what they're calling gamma version, which <laughs> I, I don't even I don't even know what's going. What do those wow. words mean? I, wow. It's like I know what a beta test is. I don't a gamma gamma test is what happened to the Hulk. That's yeah, not that's not, a, that's a, not alpha, alpha beta that's gamma. Fine. So like so, what. I what? guess it's sort of retail, but not really. So now they're still they're still technically early access, and so they're releasing a re- a boxed retail version. Is uh. are they calling it the Omega version? <laughs> and because that's a good idea. I'm just I'm I'm just saying if any of those devs are listening, they should call it that. Yeah, they should, <laughs> they should give you a cut of the profits for that too. And so they're they're packaging it. They're putting early access edition includes a free upgrade to full game like on the package, and it's like. I understand, like, we talked a lot about the motivation for early access. If mm-hmm. you're at the point, I, I, I mean, maybe I'm crazy, but if you're at the point where you're about to release a game at retail and you have the resources to ship a game to retail, just ship your game already. <laughs> like, why are you, you're not, you're not, you're not in early access. This isn't early access. That's the game. If you're they ready just... to, put it, to, pr- to, to press a disc, that's the game. You're done. They just have really low self-esteem. <laughs> that's that's what this looks like. It's really bizarre. It's like we just we just we're too scared, and we just if you don't like it, we'll change it. Okay, we we don't know. This might not be the game. We might make it about puppies. We don't know. It's you just know, this I is usually, what it is right now. I usually, when you guys talk like this, I'm like, hey, 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 hold on. Let me give you the developer. <laughs> Let me talk to the developer. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're totally right. <laughs> Yes. I mean, should, should, uh, like, yeah. like, just, just seriously for a second. Like, the real objection I have to this, besides right. the fact that I think it's ridiculous, is <laughs> like, if you're if you're selling a game at retail, right? The person who is going to buy a PC game at retail, as opposed to on Steam, is probably somebody with crappy internet, right? Uh-huh. I mean, realistically, it's somebody who's either in a country with bandwidth caps or or an ISP with bandwidth caps. Or somebody who has is in an area of the country that has spotty internet access. Yeah, and they're probably overseas, or right? Or they're or they're on a they're on a, a battleship in in the Persian Gulf mm-hmm. or whatever, mm-hmm. and they may not have internet to be able to update the da- the game. So what they're buying is what they're getting. Anyway, I judge, I, I judge know, them. Then. I judge them. <laughs> <laughs> like like normally anything that I say that's that's like I don't understand why the developers are going. If Bree can't come up with any sort of a, of a nope. of a justification, then it's just completely nuts. Nope. <laughs> It's true. Bree knows all. I do. I'm very, uh, I'm very wise. Omniscient. <laughs> Omniscient is the word you're looking for. I'm, I'm wondering if they're going to have like a late access edition <laughs> for after the early access edition. Because I'm usually late. I'll take like the late one. Mm-hmm. Fashionably late access. Fashionably late access. <laughs> That's what Omega Mode is. Missed, missed yeah. the party access. Right, you know, help clean up access. That's it. That's it. The Hangover access. Sorry. Anyway, I I just at like halfway through the week, I basically just saw anything that was positive and I put it in the show notes. So I'm just, I am just super duper excited that we're getting a Pokemon Center site <gasps> opening up in in the U.S. because I'm going to be so broke in about a month <laughs> when this thing opens up. And if you if you open up that link that I have in the show notes, there is this. I swear to God, this is the most adorable Pikachu I've ever seen in my life. And I, yeah, and I have seen a lot of Pikachus. I'm, I'm, putting this in the, I'm putting this in chat because you guys have yeah. got to see this. This is, 
it's I'm it's looking just, at it and I've, I will, yeah, yeah. I will I will oh describe for the reader for the listeners at home. So you have a Pikachu with a little like a little delivery cap and a little delivery bag and he's got like this adorable grin on his face and it's just like the cutest thing ever and I want to die. He looks so cute. I can't. His tail is even jaunty. It's like sticking (laughs) out in like a lightning bolt angle in a way that says like, love me and, you know, (laughs) cuddle me. It's it's adorable. Can we have a a compare and contrast with your murder pillow? (laughs) See, I'm going to buy this Pikachu as like the yang to her murder pillow's yin. That's what's going to happen. I think that makes sense. Right. And I then, and then my murder up. pillow will lock your Pikachu in a school, and then we'll see who gets killed. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Pikachu Thunderbolt now. Right. <laughs> but, I, I mean, all, all seriousness, like, we go okay. down to Disney World, because my parents have a place down there, and then we go to the Tokyo, the, the Japan Pavilion in Epcot, and we just, like, buy up all the Pokemon. And this will at least let us be able to, to get stuff more than once a year, because my kids are obsessed with Pokemon, which I'm thoroughly obsessed with Pokemon. So can, can I, I derail this the show here for one minute? Right, I had lunch so. with Steve today and he got me Sailor Moon stickers from that from that <gasps> pavilion. Oh, oh, I, I am so going to when my husband's not looking, I'm gonna put the tuxedo mask sticker on his MacBook. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Is that can we just cool? take a second to mention that the new Sailor oh. Moon videos yeah. that are leaking yes. every single one of yes. them is causing me just the most intense nostalgia and joy waves every yeah. time I look at them. Wait, are those leaks though? Because I thought that they were yeah, releasing there's, those episodes on Hulu. Um, well, they're releasing, they're re-releasing the original show oh, okay. on Hulu now, and they're re-releasing it with just subtitles and not as the weird version that we all watched when it was here in America that was dubbed to have a different plot than the Japanese version of the show. (laughs) Is it like the Japanese naked girl version or is it the... Yeah, and like everything. (laughs) Now now people are going to be clicking on the links. Yeah, Um, But they're also also completely rebooting Sailor Moon and the new version of that is not out yet. Steve, I know you don't care about any of this. No, I do care. No, seriously, I do care about it because my daughter's been getting interested in it. Okay, well, there's going to be a completely new show with new episodes of Sailor Moon that is going to be more based on the manga version of the story. And it has a sort of different animation style. And um, what's leaked is the transformation sequence and also the opening song of the show. Uh, Those are the two videos that I was able to find. Kotaku did a story about them. Part of the awesome thing of running your own company is I am literally making the day that that comes out a holiday at my company. <laughs> yes. I can, I can do that. Like, if you owned your own company, wouldn't you want to do that? I would. Yeah. This so. is why Brie is wise. <laughs> this is an very, example that's of right. why. I'm like King Solomon, but game dev. <laughs> you really are. <laughs> that's why the Myrtle Pillow looks like it's cut in half. Right. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, and, and humble and humble. Right. Very humble. <laughs> yep. So, Steve, are you like, are we going to have to lend you some money? Like, are you going to be okay? I, with I don't, Pokemon? I don't know. I mean, Center. if they have, if they have Oshawott merchandise, I think my daughters are going to bankrupt me. Okay. <laughs> Pretty sure. So, yeah, uh, that brings us to sponsors. Like, if you're a sponsor, you know, so Steve can eat and his daughters, whose cute pictures we will put in the show notes, can eat, you should sponsor our show. If you're Tesla, you should sponsor our show. Give me a Tesla. 
Well, maybe we can get Denny's to sponsor us, like they sponsored Atari, or I guess oh. they bought up Atari. Did they? Yeah, yeah. Do you want to explain this Denny's thing to me? I I, uh, I have been dying to explain this Denny's thing. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. because I so I Atari's the Atari that we know today <laughs> is the Atari that we're all familiar with. Like, I, 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 I think know, it's I'm, important because I don't know right. I don't know how many people are really aware of like the the real history of Atari. That Atari's basically like Doctor Who, where it has died and come back to life like six or seven times by now, and it's always in a different form. So apparently the the new Atari is like this husk of its former self that is just chilling out its IP as advertising for Denny's now. So there's a free app that you can go download, which I did for science. And I, I kid you not, the, the app is an Atari logo made out of bacon. Yeah, it's really bad. It, it's, it's really it's bad. Terrible. It sounds awesome. It's no. Am I the only one that thinks I? I don't like, know. I'm like, seeing the word. I'm seeing the word hashtroids <laughs> here. You oh. are. And I do not care for that. Like I, I don't care for what, what that reminds me puddle? of. What about it the ketchup sounds... bottle that's squeezing? To, no, to because to me, I see no. hashtroids and my brain substitutes hemorrhoids and it's not good. <laughs> it's not good. You don't want that but, H in there. You don't want Maddie. H next to the roids in any way. You but just don't want that. You, so, no. I down, so I downloaded this <laughs> no. crappy app. <laughs> Is it crappy, Steve? It, oh, it's God. terrible. Oh, God. So it's got these three games. So it's got Hashteroids and Centipup, which I don't even know what that means. And Yeah, like why is Pup involved? I don't have... Hush Puppies, maybe? Oh, I, I okay. I don't know. Okay. And then Takeout, which is a, a reskin of Breakout. And the... I just, <laughs> I don't. We groaned, we actually I, groaned on that one. That was. Good. I don't. I don't use the word "ruining my childhood" lightly. <laughs> but this is like I grew up with the Atari, and this is like offensive on every level. It's <laughs> like the Hashteroids is literally it's asteroids with a ketchup, and you're controlling a ketchup bottle. Right. Yeah. In the game, is- it's like it's a complete reskin, and the and breakout is. So there's an egg in it, and you're hitting pancakes and sunny side up eggs and bacon strips. Okay. And then Santa Pup is just I don't even know what the hell's going on, and they're all really bad ports to begin with. Like the games aren't even. Well, the games weren't that good to begin with. The games weren't good to begin with. They don't really translate to a to a touch screen. I mean the the centipede one, like the movement sticks on the on the right instead of the left for some weird reason. And it's just like I am so I am so sad about what has happened to Atari that they have it, like I what I was I was going through and I was like in in a fugue state by the time that I got to this. The other <laughs> and I think I posted like this is like Atari celebrity mugshot. <laughs> like, I don't know, I don't know, Steve. I don't know. I'm probably the only one, and this might be just insanity speaking, but. <laughs> You know, it almost seems like, you know, if you jump the shark enough, you might hit the moon. <laughs> like this turns back around and it's kind of funny in a way. Exactly. It could be so horribly bad. No. No. <laughs> no. You can't. 
You can't like. I'm downloading okay, it. Let's, let's downloading turn it. this into NES terms. I'm, down, like, I'm downloading you, it, guys. That's can, it. Oh God. Oh no. I gotta it's, do it. I gotta do it. To I'm sorry. Back. George no, I mean, disappears like, for the rest of the show because she's playing Hashtroids. It just sounds so so stupid. It sounds so Yeah. Can you imagine if Nintendo released like? Super Chipotle Brothers, and like you're going through World One One, and you hit that question mark, oh, and then burrito is. like flies across, and then Mario yeah, or, grows. Or if, or if Nintendo had a Mercedes driving through World One One or something like that, right? Well, they're, they're <laughs> that would be gonna crazy. Out. They're never going to sell out. They have integrity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, we'll listen. see. We'll see so what I Isometric Show is about. They'll sell out. That's all I have to say. In thirty years, in Nintendo's dark future, when we're still recording our show and we're wildly successful, right. we'll be hearing about Nintendo selling out at that point. Remember when we played that Denny's Atari remix? Sorry, that's not- <laughs> <laughs> we thought that was the worst thing that could ever happen in games, but it wasn't. Yep. By the way, if like Denny's wants to sponsor the show, we will change the name of the show. We'll call like, it Hash Direction. Hashometric? Hashometric. Right. Uh, oh, I, I mean it's like but it's like who who are they trying to get to? Like the only no kid who's younger than us is going to look at these games and be like, this is a lot of fun. Oh, here goes my catch bottle. Can I answer this question, please? Because I yes. know the answer. Have sure. you ever hung out with many video game marketers? Have no. you ever done this? Okay, that's how this happened. So, <laughs> I mean, it is. It is. I mean, you know, you sit around with marketers and they'll be like, hey, why don't we? And they just throw this dumb idea out there. And, I feel like yeah. this is the perfect storm of Denny's right. marketers and Atari marketers. right. right. <laughs> Doing oh, right. Oh. Sorry, hash just killed me. <laughs> okay, it was. It this was is like, like this is like George's Civilization Five. Is no, is I know. <laughs> she's gone now. This is it. it. Next week she's That's gonna it. be like my little ketchup bottle. It is much cuter. It's much cuter. Oh, I'm gonna die. Oh, <laughs> my my little my little ketchup bottle is actually a little cuter than than I expected. This could be a runaway hit. I'm just saying. Oh no. New no, game. this is just this is just something you run away from. Is this? What, this what it is? <laughs> it's a run away from. So, speaking of mobile games that Georgia would love, <laughs> oh no! Uh, there's this Dungeon Keeper article oh, as well. Yeah. Here yeah. we go. Yeah. Are we all already familiar with Dungeon oh, yeah. Keeper? Yeah. Well, I mean the the travesty of. Game- <laughs> Like the shamelessness. I yeah, mean, I mean, yeah. important competitive game, Dungeon Keeper, which we'll yeah. all know from, you know, this upcoming Evo tournament in, in Dungeon Keeper. We're all familiar with that. No, no. Um, I, Daddy, did you see the uh, true e-Hollywood story with yeah, the cast of Facts of Life or MC Hammer or Vanilla Ice? Did you see any of those? By no, chance? gosh, okay. no. So this was like a level of depression below that. <laughs> like seeing <laughs> what they did from a game design perspective to, you know, this game. So, yeah. yeah. So- we do have some people who aren't, you know, keeping up, who are relying on us to bring them the news. Yeah, Dungeon so, Keeper is microtransactions, the game. Yeah, well, I, the the problem isn't so much that it's that because I mean that's like dog bites man, but mm-hmm. um, but the problem <laughs> was that Dungeon Keeper was like a beloved game back in like the late nineties, a yeah. beloved PC game, and people, you know, so they revived it and there were a lot of people who were looking for, you know, an update of that game were excited and then it was this 
like horribly cynical microtransaction laden game that was just terrible. It, it was so basically like explain Clash of Clans. people that don't know what a microtransaction is so, and how it affects purchases. gameplay. Yeah. So in-app purchases, basically. When you want to move three squares, yeah. pay yeah. me. Oh, you, if, you wanna, if you don't want to wait 20 minutes, you can pay 99 cents to speed up this timer, that type of thing. Yeah. So, Georgia, can I, can I patent that title? Like, you want to move three squares, pay <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's yours. It's yours, Brie. That's a that's a good idea. I mean, so supposedly they this is well, this is a new regime that's in charge of EA now anyway. So hmm. they they are no longer allowed to sell it as a free to play game hmm. because apparently there's been a there's been a court ruling in Europe that it is so monetized and there's barely any way to play it without paying that they are not allowed to advertise it as free to play and that's false advertising. Those guys sound smart. They should come over here and be know, in our right? Supreme Court. That would be great. I would like that. They should. Mm-hmm. They sound really great. Yeah. I, I want a law like that. That would be great. That would be fantastic because, yeah. I mean, it's it's not – I mean, most of these games are – I mean, just because you can play them you know, for free – I mean, I guess there are a lot of people who do manage to play them for free or just play them enough until they hit a wall and then they stop. Right. But, I mean, they're, they're really – you know, and there's a lot of co- lot of comparisons to like arcade games, which I I don't know that I necessarily buy into because arcade games are a little bit more upfront about what you're getting. Yeah, I would say a better comparison would actually be carnival games, like yeah. the kind where you can win the huge stuffed animal or you think you can, but some of those games are winnable and some of them aren't and you really don't know just by looking at them which ones will be and which ones won't be and which ones have like some hidden trick to them yeah. that will prevent you from ever winning i i think that's that's my comparison well i think that it's kind of funny that that it's dungeon keeper dig devise dominate but you probably shouldn't be doing that to the people that you want to buy your game <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, dig through their pockets. Right. Devise strategies to fool them. To get them. more money from their pockets and dominate, dominate their, their pockets. Dominate yeah. their entire lives every second of every moment of the rest of their days on the you know, a game, A game should be fun, enjoyable, and I will stop playing any <clears throat> game that is more stress than what it's worth. And I, I just... I don't mind a game that, that asks for money in order to have me play. And I don't mind yeah. even paying yeah. for updates to, to get more levels or to get a part Yeah, two. or DLC, whatever. E- exactly. I don't mind that at all. But I think that if a game is starting to uh, – trying to manipulate me and force me into situations, that insults my intelligence and it makes me angry and frustrated at the same time. And it's just not a great relationship that I have. Right. And, you know, being sneaky with the people that you want to trust you is – it's just probably not the best of strategies for well, anyone to do. Yeah, that's why I don't understand. I mean, at Giant Space Cat, we – every time we make a decision, we, like, ask ourselves, is this respectful to the player? Like, is this going to make the player have the most fun? How can we – and there's a real reverence for what they experience because we want them to have fun. I mean, we don't want to diabolically – you know, trick them out of money, you know? Well, well, but Brie, imagine that you are Scrooge McDuck and that (laughs) you are interested in getting into the games industry. But the games that seem to do well, I think, I mean, there are outliers that 
trick people. And yeah, you know, I'm not going to name names like Candy Crush. I'm not going to do that. But <laughs> you know, don't. I mean, do that's that. that's don't the usual that. whipping boy for this type of right. thing. Right. Anyway, but it just seems to me that I think if you make a good product, I think to a certain extent you will find an audience. Do you know what I mean? And I just I don't know. And, yeah, and it seems kind of like things are starting to flip around that way because, like, we just had this week two re- games come out at $15, which is, like, other mm-hmm. than F- XCOM, I can't remember, or maybe a Final Fantasy game. Right. I can't remember any other games coming out at that price point. It's pretty rare. So we had Civilization Revolution 2. So, Maddie, you can play Civilization at the restaurant now. I know. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, a Monster Hunter game. Both come out at $15. And that's, I think that's kind of. That it feels kind of big too, and there was one other thing that I saw a couple of weeks ago that I had tweeted a picture of the of the page from App Shopper, which was a game that was free to play, like an indie game, and went paid. And I just thought the update was. I'm actually I have to open it up, but it uh, the up the update in the App Store was kind of fantastic. It was like uh, in app purchases have been removed. Advertisements have been removed. Push notifications have been removed. Wow! All, attri- all attribute buffs and special attack costs have been rebalanced. Neighborhood collections been removed. Uh, gold teeth have been removed and converted to coins. And it was just like, okay, we actually made the game. We made the game playable. Is what it kind of read like. I and- I guess I would say this. Like in this is speaking more on the development side. Like mm, I can I can tell you a story of a friend I have that made a good game and it was picked up by one of the major mobile publishers. And all of a sudden um, this person found themselves with the mobile publisher saying, we want push notifications in our game. We want this put in there. We want these analytics so we can figure out exactly when they are turning off the app and going away. We want the DLC. We want the in-app purchase at this point. And the entire formula that they were caring about, and like this is a developer that's walking into this with every fair intention in their mind, but then you get these people involved where they can't develop a game, but they can come up with marketing buzzwords. And like that's what they feel they bring to it. And it, it very quickly <clears throat> turns this into like Frankenstein's monster. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah. Do developers feel like they have to make those compromises in order to get published? It depends on the publishing agreement. Often Mm -hmm. there is tremendous pressure involved. I mean, you know, if you're working with someone that, you know, often like they're, yeah, I don't want to speak to this particular person's situation, but it depends on the, the agreement that they have. It depends on the, the, the power that the the publisher could have. Often they can say, we will not ship the game. That's right. a very... And if very they're a very powerful yeah. publisher that whose name would really help your game or whose marketing, whatever, you might feel like you can't say no because... Right. You... Or they're just offering you a nice amount of money. Like, I, you know, I, it, it's, it's really easy for everyone to say how horrible this is. But, you know, you know I've spent this much money and time and they're going to offer me you know, some money to get my game and they might destroy the game that I love, but yeah, you know, but times like are then, tough and I want to eat. If, then if then we get, we get like, hash droids from right. this. 
Right. Hey, the hey, don't don't knock the hash droids. No, that starts to sound like a disease running. when you say it like that, though. It is a disease. <laughs> it's a disease of selling out. If if <laughs> they were fronting money, I would agree with you with you, Georgia. But that is a is very much a rarity in you know mobile development that you have a, a publisher that will front the development costs. So. You know, take it for what you will. It's often like a revenue-sharing situation. Right, but the whole idea, right, of, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, of signing with a publisher is basically the idea that you're an indie developer, but you don't necessarily know the business side as well. And you're going to these people who have launched successful games, presumably, and you're going to them with their knowledge of the market and kind of taking their their advice. Yeah, I mean, part of it is look at the people that are developing mobile games. And often it's people in their you know, mid, early 20s. And, you know, it's like they just want some help. And, you know, there's nothing like this isn't people sitting behind the curtain, like, you know, chomping on a cigar with a monocle, you know, like it, it's, it's well-intentioned. <laughs> They're not people. that cool. Right. I'm just saying that Frankly, in my opinion, you have to be extremely smart to be a game developer. It's a very, very challenging field. It's challenging creatively. It is challenging to do the actual development. The programs we use are hard. You know, there are good marketers out there. I have nothing but great things to say about our marketers for Rev60. Uh, I think they're fantastic people that are wickedly talented. But there are also a lot of kind of mediocre marketers out there. You know, and mm-hmm. that's what they, they bring to the table are buzzwords and analytics and hash droids. So, you know. <laughs> I, I will I will say, though, I kind of want to see Monokuma wearing a monocle and chomping on a cigar. I think that would make him much more appealing. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Have one of those bald cats like, <laughs> yeah. you know, Dr. Evil. He would look uh, cute. He would look cute. <laughs> do we have other topics? Oh, uh, Do we want to talk about this Hearthstone thing? Not Wait, really. Oh, 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 this is my, this is my new this feature. Is- so... <laughs> <laughs> so look, we cannot cover this stuff every week. We can't. We cannot make. I when we started the show, we did not know we were going to have like an awful sexist event happening <laughs> week after week after week after week after week. It's like so, the show does to Steve, right? <laughs> what? What did I do? What? <laughs> like show, we do horrible what? things to Steve week oh, after week right, after week. Right. Right. It's not right. right. Okay. It's not right. Right. <laughs> So, well, I'm glad, I'm glad you finally acknowledged it, George. Right. It's, right. You know, acknowledging is the first step towards being able to change. So, oh, I never said I wanted to change Oh, it. we're not oh, changing. Well. <laughs> so this is the new feature that we are announcing with Isometric, and it's called the Sexism Speedrun. Sexism Speedrun. Here at Isometric, we are deeply saddened by the re- recent controversy regarding Giant Bomb slash Hearthstone. The truth is, sexism is a serious problem for our industry, one that we are only beginning to address. Mistakes are inevitable, but what's important is... Giant Bomb slash Hearthstone. Learn from mistakes and make changes. We deeply hope... Giant Bomb slash Hearthstone. ...will examine their actions and make better choices in the future. <laughs> Anyone have, have anything else to say, or should we just go on to what we're playing at this point? What we're playing. Okay. We're not going to do Bioware's first fully gay male party member? Oh, we can talk about that. We can talk about that for a minute. One of the other things that EA announced when they weren't talking about Dungeon Keeper was that they're going to have a fully gay character in Dragon Age Inquisition, which is exciting. Cool. And it's going to the lead writer for Dragon Age is a gay man himself, so it'll hopefully it will actually be they'll they'll leave him alone enough to be able to, you know, write the character in kind of a true fashion and make it 
make it more believable. So that that's kind of uh, exciting. I mean, I you know we've talked about we talked about Dragon Age on the uh, mm-hmm. on the E3 episode, and I, I haven't really seen very much other than this to change my mind one way or the other. But you know, I'd probably be a little bit more likely to give it a shot just because of that. I have to say, I don't really think you get diversity points if you like include the hot lesbian action in your game and don't include like the gay male stuff at the yeah. same time. Like you've kind of failed your mission, you know. At that point, <laughs> I think you know, like in my opinion, equal opportunity. Yeah, to take advantage yeah. of. I hear you. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, there have been some other guys that you've been able to romance as a male character in right. previous games, which people have pointed out. Those characters are "quote unquote" hawk sexual. Is what does that mean? What is that? What, I've that never mean? heard that word. Hawk. Hawk is the name of the character in Dragon Age that you play as. Your last name is always Hawk, like your last name is always Shepherd. Shepherd oh, sexual. Okay. So characters are bisexual in the sense that they are attracted to Hawk or Shepherd either way. Oh. But yeah, because um, Severon did do that. So, yeah, but that doesn't yeah. necessarily. I mean, obviously, this is a bigger topic that smarter folks than I have written long think pieces about that are great and everyone should look them up. Yeah, I know some some folks took issue with the phrase fully gay because it implies <laughs> that bisexual people oh, yeah. aren't gay and that's oh, okay. kind of weird. But um yeah. I know David Gator apologized for that. So it's hard to it's hard to describe what you mean when but you're yeah, describing how could a you game. Even, like, like like, yeah, I mean, uh, he means he means yeah. the character will only be romanceable if you play as a guy. Okay. Non team switching gay. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't talk about this a lot on the show, but I have two kids who are on the autism spectrum, mm-hmm. so I kind of deal with words a lot. Mm-hmm. Like right, the word like I have to use the word neurotypical now to mean my non autistic kid, and it's. Which and that that word has kind of some connotations too. So I I get it. It's mm. tough to you know choose your words, words carefully right. all the time. Yeah, right? like you know you know what you mean, and you know obviously it's you know it's coming from a place where you you have a particular context. It's not meant to hurt anybody else, but you know that's yeah. It, it's and tough sometimes. David Gator is pretty cool about responding to criticism, and he did respond to this already. So in general, he's he does a good job with this stuff. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to mention it. So, so, you know, Dragon Age Inquisition is okay. Panda love bad. <laughs> well, you know, they haven't put a panda in there yet. So what's up with that? Direct, Bioware? direct your hate mail to Mr. David Gator <laughs> care of Bioware. And don't say we sent you. <laughs> because yeah, I want to, I would like a good professional working like colleague situation with Bioware, that would be good. So don't get me involved in this. <laughs> I just don't want to run into them at GDC and like it's awkward. Like I just don't want that. Oh, I you don't, don't you don't yeah, think that they it's awkward. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't think they're already fans of the show? Ah, uh, I think some Bioware people follow me on Twitter. Yeah. Probably. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Well maybe so we some of them are panda pets. fans. That's it. Yeah. Well, maybe they can do like a Mists of Pandaria expansion for uh, for Dragon Age. Ooh. Do you guys oh, think we should don't call do, our I love fans? Dragon Age. Don't do that. Please. Please, I do love you, Dragon Age. Don't. Do you guys think that we should call our fans fandas? 
edit that. I like that. that is, no, that's that's, that's, that's the celebrate. I didn't think we could top butt mode, but do you think we should call our fans fans? That, that is so title. good. I think that's you just so blew good. my mind. I don't think I'm like psychologically ready to handle like the reality of that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well. <laughs> Next, Georgia, I want to thank you personally for derailing the show so awesomely <laughs> this week. Like that takes dedication. It takes it takes finesse. Yeah, it's, it's years that. of training. Yeah, it's like ninjutsu is what it is. It is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've been thrown out of many a class for this same <laughs> skill that you revere in me so so much I now. Do. Well, I saw those pictures of you kicking Renee's butt. Like, he's tweeted that to me, so I'm not messing with you. So, I want to be clear. I'm not giving you static. Like, we're friends. So, don't, don't come after me. I, I think that one was Anthony's butt. But, yeah, either way, I was kicking. Like, yeah. Oh, it was Anthony? Okay. I think yeah. so. I think so. I, it was I, kind I, of Logan's picture. I just assumed. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's some, some person's. You should go kick Renee's butt and get that on film. <laughs> Please. In honor of butt mode, you should. Uh, oh, there we go. Do that. Oh, Lord. We go. This is there the worst show ever. It this is, is the it best is. show I, ever. Show. Like, I don't know. I hope somebody enjoys this show. That's please, my hope. Please, please let us know if you want more shows like this show. If, I, if you want it super dark next week, we'll do that again. <laughs> we got the material. Maybe I'll be ready by then. This week, yeah. this was refreshing and wonderful. Yeah. There we go. So we right, want to so, talk about what we're playing, or do we want to talk about upcoming games a little bit first? We can we can do that. We I just want to say Super Smash Brothers is going to come out, and I'm so excited. That's all. That's all I have to say. In October, though, that's the 3DS version, though. I don't care. I'm going to play it, Steve. <laughs> I'm going to get ready. So Kotaku put out a list of everything that's coming out in October. Mm-hmm. And why the hell does everything have to come out in like a four week span? Like it's like we have like the whole month of July where there's like next to literally nothing. And all of a sudden October is going to come around. I'm just going to read this off because it's it's ridiculous. I mean, have pretty much anything that hasn't been pushed to 2015 at this point seems to be coming out in October other than like Super Smash Brothers for the Wii U. Okay. so October 3rd, we get Super Smash Brothers for the 3DS unless they push that out again. October 5th, we get Skylanders Trap Team. October 7th is apparently D-Day, because that's the day we're going to get Alien Isolation, Dragon Age Inquisition, Drive Club, Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor, and then the new both uh, NBA games. October 14th, we get the the Borderlands pre-sequel, which is the Mm -hmm. one that's coming out for the 360 and the PS3. Mm -hmm. And Raven's Cry, which I haven't, I'm not sure what that is. I haven't heard of that. And then on the 21st, we get Battlefield Hardline, Evolve, the Fantasia game, Just Dance 2015, which I know, I know Bree's super excited about, uh, and The Evil Within. On the 24th, we get the Civilization Beyond Earth, which I don't think we've talked about on the show, but it's like the revival of Alpha Centauri, which is super interesting. Yeah. yeah. Acceptable. Acceptable. It's like civilization in space. Okay. That, well, going. that's what Alpha Centauri was. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm just telling our yeah. listeners. Oh, yeah, I should, I should say that because not everyone knows what Alpha Centauri is. You can, you can find that on GOG for like three bucks every so often, and it's worth, it's worth looking into. And then this fantasy life game, which I don't know what it is. And then on the 28th, we get Assassin's Creed Unity, which we're all not buying anyway. Sunset Overdrive and WWE 2K15. So that's like a ridiculous number of games, and that seems like... Other than like Destiny, that seems and and Smash Brothers for the Wii U, that seems like everything that's coming out 
yeah. in, in 2014. It's all coming out in October. Like, can't we space this out a little bit? I don't really understand why games marketers do this. I'm sure there's a reason, but it doesn't make sense to me because I know that all the kids get out of school in July or June and you'd think they would want some video games to play. Right. Yeah. So this logically never made sense to me. And it probably never will. <laughs> and, and if you're saying, you know, if we if we're targeting 35 year olds, right? OK, yeah, fair enough. So we're not buying games for people for Christmas. Well, maybe we are, you know, a little bit, but not. Well, that's I think not that's like, I think that's the motivation for why it used to be November was the big game right. time. Now they're kind of pushing it up to October. So maybe that's a good sign. But I know the November releases were associated with Christmas, theoretically. But similar releases right before the summertime. We usually get a big release in November and then a big release in March. Those are yeah. like the two times. And I, I just, I'm curious about why those are the times. Can, can I just speculate like as a developer? I'm I, waiting for your answer, Bray, I, because I, I, don't I know you know all. Well, this, no, is how the, this is how the show goes is we kind of like the three of us kind of bubble around We say something and then, stupid no, and then Bree no, swoops no, in to be like after, and then Bree comes us, in to rescue no, no, no. us. Bree's like, listen, that one. the texture mapping on October <laughs> is just a much higher Super fidelity right, than right. it is in exactly. November. And it's it like just when I'm talking have, about the it games doesn't that have was... enough rigs in the summer. They right. need some time to bloom. I'm scared to death having a panic attack and Bree is like, yeah, but it was so poorly rendered. How could you even, Georgia? Free, we love you. I'm just gonna be quiet now. <laughs> no, tell us. No, don't do it. No, don't do it. I, I would just, I would guess it's this. It's not complicated. It's that they're still figuring out this new system, and I think it's just normal delay. And I think, like, I don't know. I think they were probably shooting to kind of stagger it out along the holiday season, as far as being finished up. And I think this is kind of where it. I mean, it just it it wouldn't surprise me. I think it's probably just technical. So, well, I guess I guess the other thing that it could be is that their fiscal year is probably ended December. Yeah, and they need to have a big release at the end so that they can juice their numbers for the fourth quarter. Is probably also the part of. I, it. I to give you an example, like we are about to have to learn Unreal Four at our studio. If you are in charge of my studio, like how do you budget for that? Like how do you say we're going to spend one month figuring out this pipeline? Like, how long is it going to take to learn to bring FBX, you know, animations over? I don't know. I mean, there's no way to know. It's completely new hardware. So uh, it's not hardware. It's completely new software. So I'm just saying with these dev kits, like, there are advantages for them because they're x86's generation. But it's figuring out something completely new. So I, I would just guess that it's harder to time for. It seems like... In past years in the industry, it has kind of been a steady stream of games every single month. So I don't know. Yeah, but there's always like that, like this death time in like yeah. October, November, hmm. where it's just like uh, there's there's like all these big games that are all coming out all at the same time. And it's like it's like if you had like super blockbusters like coming out, if you had like X-Men and... Uh, Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy coming out in the same weekend. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't yeah, make sense. Like, why wouldn't day. you space them out a little bit more? 
Well, like Evil Within, wasn't that hasn't that been delayed? I thought that was supposed to be out oh, earlier this year. If I I could be completely misremembering that, but I think that has been Evolve is on target. I mean, several of the games you've mentioned, I think, have had delays, unless I'm not remembering that correctly. The only one, the only one I know of is Smash Brothers. Other than right. that, I think they're all they, they, either this is the first time we're hearing a release date, or they were all kind of. Are, you know, already targeted to be around this time. Okay. I mean, most, a lot of stuff's been, like I said, a lot of stuff's been pushed out to 2015 already. Yeah. But the, the difference in, in video games versus, say, a movie is that there's this huge push for movies, and movie theaters can only show so many uh, movies at the same time. So you have to compete against each other. And then after that, you know, it goes to like, you know, you're, you're trying to get the secondary distributing rights to your movies to go on Netflix and shows and DVDs, and if people still buy those. Anyways, and so you're kind of competing against each other, whereas perhaps more for games, they're figuring that, you know, a good game is a good game is a good game, and it's no longer that most people will go out and pick up their game in hard copy. A lot of it's just virtual, and it's always going to be out there. So maybe they're just thinking that, you know what, this is an extra four weeks instead of waiting another four weeks when people won't buy the game where they might have the money and pick us instead of someone else. You pronounce yeah. it against? She's from Canada. <laughs> have you not noticed that Georgia says against every time? Is that, is that a Canadian thing? I don't she know. She has said it since day one. <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay. It's got to be a Canadian thing because there's no other explanation. I wasn't going to draw attention to it, but you did. So now it's all coming out. Oh, I'm confrontational like that. Yeah. Thanks. I'll just say Mario a few times and distract them, Georgia. It's <laughs> okay. I really love how pedantic gamers can be about pronunciations. Can I just say that? It is one. It is. It is a trope of nerddom that I both love and hate. <laughs> No one I, knows how to pronounce most things. There are multiple pronunciations of many video game characters' how, names. How do you pronounce? Go look at the word that I pronounce as Danganronpa and tell me how to pronounce <laughs> that because I don't you know. You have to spell it out. Somebody I mean. will write in and tell you and then somebody else will write in to correct that person. Right. And right. that will continue yeah. ad nauseum. And it's bad pronunciations all the way down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every pronunciation is both wrong and right, depending on who you ask. Anyway, against. I think we're coming against when we need to go to talk about what we're playing before yeah. we completely drive this, this show completely off the rails. Yeah. All right. Bree, did you get a chance to play any games this week or are you just still oh, in, yeah. uh, still in hardcore, hardcore crunch mode? No, no. I, I was, uh, you know, my husband carted my body over to the couch and- <laughs> You know, like I stared there and I pushed some buttons on a controller until I felt better. It was great. Um, I'm going through Tomb Raider again, um, which I love. Like, you know, we all have that game that we just freaking love and play past the point of reasonableness. For me, this year it's been uh, Danganronpa and uh, Tomb Raider, the definitive edition. Um, I'm playing that through on Xbox One right now. It's an awful version. You should not play that version. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I've been playing. And uh, I've been playing a lot of Peckle too. Oh, oh, I've got to tell everybody about this. So we bought the domain name isometric.tv this week. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we need to talk about that. So what we're going to do is I'll pass everybody on the show like the password or whatever, or we're going to do some subdomain thing. But basically, if you're following us on Twitter, I was... You know, chilling one evening this week, I tweeted out, hey, I'm going to be playing uh, Tomb Raider 
on isometric.tv. And then I had a ton of people watching us. My husband and I had a peckle tournament on isometric.tv. So did you own him? I did. I kicked his butt. <laughs> did you, do you even have to ask? No, Frank <laughs> and I are very competitive. I, I, I really, I swear, I'm not that good at most games, but I am probably one of the best players in the entire world at peckle. I mean, yeah, I'm, I think we've discussed yeah, this on the yeah, show before. Yeah. You yeah. have thrown down about your yeah. knowledge in the I, past. I, I, I'm telling you, I was giving commentary over Twitch as I'm doing it, and I'm like, and I'm firing it this way because the multiplier gives you this many points. And I'm like, oh my God, Bree, you are sick. <laughs> like, you, you really have played too much of this game. Um, anyway, isometric TV. So anyone, like, tune into us on Twitter, and we'll play games with for you, for you, for you, amusement, for your captain. All right, so Maddie, what did you? What have you been uh, playing up to this week? Um, so I've been playing some Civilization Five. Uh, I know no one wants to hear about that again. I won't talk about it again. I will also say the free game that Starbucks has on offer this week is Threes. So I finally got that because they give out those little cards at Starbucks with free games. Did you all know that Starbucks does this? Yeah, yeah. I've gotten a couple. Coffee. I've gotten a couple. I think yeah. I got Instapaper, or I got Instapaper for some other people. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So, I mean, keep an eye out for those little cards floating around um, if you have a smartphone and go to Starbucks. So I had already played Threes before. It's an extremely popular game, but I never really got super into it. And then I put it on my phone and now I am into it. So I'm into it way, 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 way later than everybody else was, but it's still really fun. Yeah, I got to a point where I had to stop. Because mm-hmm. it was like I got to I, I don't know if it was like five twelve or or something like that or wow. yeah oh no it's no it's it's not it's the right wrong number what it was seven sixty four I think is what I got to and then I'm just like I'm done like yeah I, I mean it's, it's not it's not the kind of game that destroys me I know for some people it hits just that right addictive thing and they have to uninstall it eventually for me it's it's still just fun but I know some people cannot handle a game like threes. I can handle my high. So, and I also managed to get back to Metroid too. I've been playing a lot of video games this week. You know, I needed a distraction. <laughs> I, I really don't know why that why. is, but yeah, so I, I got through a bunch more Metroid too as well, which is still very good. And I still recommend. So Georgia, what are you, what are you been up to? Okay, so there was an update for Candy Crush, and yes, I am that what? horrible person that plays this bloody game. So <laughs> I'm playing that, plus Plants vs. Zombies also had an update. Hey, so both of those. Yeah, that game's awesome. I, I do love Plants vs. Zombies, though I hated having to sign the privacy agreement, but that's a totally different... You sign a there. privacy what? agreement? Wait, you have what? To, you have to do the, you know, you have to, you have to sign the, please sign here for you accept all of these things and go to our website to read it. I actually read it, which you should never do. Um, or you probably should always do, but then you're pretty much signing away all of your life. Another story. Oh and then there was a new game that I wanted to try out called The Bearded Hero, and it's on iOS. And it looks really cute. There, I really wanted to love this game, and it has every reason to love it. It's a little bearded, fuzzy ball guy with eyeballs that has a beard and he's really cute kind of claymation adventure puzzle challenge game i have no it just you know some game i don't know why i don't like this game but i found it i just could not get into this game and it has i love puzzle games i love cute little animated characters it has a neat little storyline it it has a simple idea and I don't know if it's just me. I'm just burnt out today. But eh, 
Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Kept on trying, and I'm like, no, nah, done. Well, at least we've so. given you asteroids. Yeah, now you've got. You know what? Got I like asteroids better. Oh my god! <laughs> oh no! I'm going back to my Denny's app. There we go. Saddest iTunes review ever. If yeah. you gave him that. Yeah. Review. Don't. I feel like do I'm it. very against you now, George. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> you didn't think that you could think any less of me, and now, you see. No, I I, I thought you were awesome. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And actually, out of all of the three, out of all of the three, takeout's not bad. The control's a little bit weird. Centipop, pretty pretty similar to the game, um, but I like I like Asteroids the best out of all of them. I'm just saying. So you just well, been, been basically ignoring us this whole time and playing? Yeah, <laughs> I I can't believe Haven't you know something exceptionally this? quiet. <laughs> yeah, you have been, and now we know why. There's there's a reason. Wow. Okay. I'm very disappointed in you, Georgia. <laughs> you Mostly because be. you weren't listening to all of my clever jokes. I just, I can't believe you would do that to me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You were really funny. You don't even know that. <laughs> I'm, you I'm don't sorry. even I'm know if that's my ketchup true. bottle here. <laughs> don't try to butter her up, Georgia. Oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> this is the end. This is the this end. This is the last episode. All right. Do you want me to save you and talk about and Shovel Knight? Omega. Oh, yeah. yeah please, talk about please, Shovel Knight. Please. Okay. Yeah. So I bought Shovel Knight. I bought it for the 3DS because I figured I would actually get to play it that way because the Wii U is like Netflix Central right now. This is... Is it good? It's really good. Really? Okay. Wait, hold on. Put... I'm going to go buy it right now. Hold no, whoa, whoa, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> because this Don't is... Don't be like me. It... First of all, we don't agree. We don't always agree on everything. So hear me out first, because this is okay. a perfect game for a particular type of person, which I am, but you may not be. Okay. So this is basically like every awesome NES game from my childhood rolled up into one. Really? So, yeah. So mm-hmm. it's they they actually. It, I've been reading some articles, and apparently they've actually been using like the NES as like a limitation and like designing it as though they were designing it for the NES, but like you know as though it's a modern person was going to play it with the the kind of modern conveniences that you expect from a game now. A lot of the this team is made up from Way Forward, who did the uh, the Ducktales remake. A couple like what was that? Like, was that last year that the uh, yeah. the Ducktales remake came out? Yeah. yeah, it was pretty recent. Yeah, so. Um, so they, I mean, they've, they've done a lot of these like platform, they did the, you know, the Shantae games and they did, uh, I forget what else they did. You're this knight who has a shovel and that's pretty much all he can do is he jumps, he swings his shovel like a sword and he can do like the downward thrust from Zelda two. And that, that's like his move set. And you can, you can unlock these relics that you can have do like up, up and, and up and B, I think is the, uh, the default, like in the Castlevania games. Yeah. But you can also just have it set to the R button, and it's the the gameplay is kind of like a cross between Zelda Two and Mega Man, which is kind of it's it's weird in like the awesomest way possible. Like the the levels are hard, but it's not it's it's not. I mean, they give you unlimited lives, which is nice, so you don't have to start from the beginning of the level. So I watched some videos of Shovel Knight, but I I haven't bought it yet because I wasn't sure that this would be my kind of game. Right. Um. It's typically not, but 
I guess I just want to say it, you can confirm or deny this, but I, I saw some information about this. You can choose to be a lady Shovel Knight, right? And it swaps not, not every. Yet. Okay. Not yet. Why? So that's, okay. But they are doing they that. They are. They are going to be. So there's Shovel Knight who's saving Shield Knight, and Shield Knight is a lady. But you can't play a Shield Knight. You oh. only play a Shovel Knight. They apparently are introducing a gender swap mode in an update. Like that yeah. was one of the Kickstarter stretch goals. So yeah, they are going to be they doing achieved, it. So they have to do it because they, they said they would do they it. They said I think. they would do it. Yeah. So yeah. it's going to be coming in an update. I was looking for it actually. All right. I, maybe I'll buy it at that point. Yeah, I'm not going to buy it really until like, boycott. I would really like to play boycott. as yeah. a, as a yeah. lady knight yeah. just because yeah. the concept of that is very cool. And also because and obviously support. Yeah, I, I think it's cool that they're doing that. And also, Link is never a female character. You never get to play a Legend of Zelda-style game as right. Zelda. And you never get to play a Mega Man game as a lady Mega Man. Although, actually, there no, is that Mega Man game. ZX. Mega Man ZX apparently had a female protagonist. There's also that other game where you play as the adorable little girl robot. Bone. Roll. Roll is who you're thinking of, right? There I, is one, that, there is one where... Bone. Um... I'm actually thinking of yet another one, but I can't remember the name of it. I'll okay. I'll tell you all when I remember. Yeah, there's so many like parallel Mega Man. Yeah, series. they're they're all like mods on Mega Man or like adaptations of it. There, I don't know that there's been one. There obviously hasn't been one that's quite as popular as Mega Man. Other yeah, than no, Metroid, I would I would love a Mega Man game where you could play his role. That would be fantastic because my daughter would love that too because we're getting into Mega Man a little bit, Aww. as you would expect because I'm obsessed with it. Like I've been, I I no joke have been listening to like at least half a dozen different remixes of the Mega Man 2 soundtrack over the past. <laughs> wow. And the, the, the soundtrack for this game is actually inspired by that. The music oh. is really, really good if you like chiptune music. And I think I read somewhere that the composer from the Mega Man games actually like consulted on the soundtrack, which is probably why I like it so much. Hmm. So the soundtrack's really good. I mean, the graphics are, are pretty pretty evocative of that era. The gameplay is difficult, sometimes a little bit too punishing. But mm-hmm. it's it's a lot of fun. I, I've been playing it, you know, in my spare time. Like, you know, it's that's kind of like my my winding down game, and it's it's a lot of fun. And I would recommend it if you like those old games, like Zelda Two. Or I actually like Zelda Two. I'm not. I know I'm in the minority for no, that. No, I like Zelda Two. Yeah. And oh, they have this town that you walk through, and they have like the people with the horse heads like walking through the town. So they have like these horses. <laughs> that's so great. they have these. They have these people, like these horses, walking on their hind legs and dresses around the town, and you can talk. Aww, to them. that's hilarious. So I, I think it's, I think it's fantastic. I don't. From what I've seen, the- I was already kind of interested in it, even though it's really not my type of game, just because it looked really fun and self-aware in a way that I appreciate. And it has butt mode, so it's funny. Yeah, it has butt mode. I'm going to have to try out butt mode. I just found out about butt mode today. But uh, you have to start a whole other game to do butt mode is the problem, so I can't oh, just turn on butt mode. That's too bad. You know, you, can't, you, know, you don't just walk into butt mode. <laughs> Of course. Oh of course my not. gosh! Yeah. And on and, that and, note, <laughs> well, I don't, and I don't want to take too much more time. But I also, Good night, everybody. I also, I also started you. playing Goat Simulator this week, which is a whole other oh, discussion. No. Oh, Did wow. you really? Did you yeah. really? I was thinking about getting that, and now I guess I should after play, getting the Atari one. How could I? You know, you guys couldn't think any less of me. So, well, they Tell just released all. it for Mac. They just released it for Mac, which is why I finally bought it because it was only Windows only, and it, I was playing it with my wife the other night, and it's it, Bree, don't play it because you'll you will. Yeah, it's made with Unreal, and you will absolutely. Yeah, hate it. there's there was something in their show notes, and it I not their show notes their their feature their list notes? I was looking yeah. at, and it was like 
you know, patch. And then usually if you're a developer, it like lists everything that's in the patch. And it's like left even more of our bugs in because they're funny. And as a developer, this just makes my split screen explode. Yeah. It's uh, it's intentional. It's intentionally bad. It's like one of those like like airplane movies, basically. Yeah, but you've it's got like to a, it's a total parody. But and it's I play it. and It's made with Unreal. I'm going to see the Kismet nodes that aren't wired up in my head. Yeah. You're going to see like all the stuff that's missing, and I'm just going to twitch. It's going to make me unhappy. Yeah, I mean, I only played it for half an hour because that's about <laughs> as long as I could play before it, like the constant camera shifting back and forth gave me a headache. Mm, but wow. it's. I don't even want to spoil anything, but if you were thinking about playing it and you <laughs> think that it's something spoil that, anything. if you think it's something that you might be interested in, just go and go and get it and play it. And it's stupid and it's ridiculous, but it's fun for like half an hour. So I love and, that you say that you don't want to ruin anything for anyone. Yeah, I know. Like what's I'm the now spoiler? intrigued. So, okay. I'm really actually there, intrigued. The goat there, dies at the end. There are, there are water slides no. is all I'm going to say. Okay. There are water slides and exploding gas stations and all kinds of other good stuff. It's oh. just, the exploding gas station was in the trailer, so that's right. not a spoiler. But there's like a water slide and you can like he goes limp and then he like launches out the water slide into the empty pool and then falls down. And can you play as a girl goat? I think you <laughs> I think it's it's ambiguous enough that I think if you want the goat to be a girl goat, the girl the goat can be a girl goat. Can well, does the a goat zoologist have... write in? Yeah, does out? the goat have horns or not? Yeah. I mean, this is like I think I think the goat does have horns. Well, Steve. Oh. I'm sorry. I haven't been watching enough of Dr. Pole to know the difference between a male goat and a female goat. I'm sorry. You know what? Animal knowledge is an important part, part of Isometric Show. <laughs> We've all been keeping up with Panda News. I didn't think this week could get worse. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the goat simulator of Isometric episodes. Edit this out. Edit all of it all right. out. All Edit right. out this whole <laughs> show. Edit out the show. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. See, this is what happens to us after a long week, and and on a, on a uh, you know a short week, work wise anyway. At least for the three of us who are up here, but mm-hmm. down here, I don't even know. Yeah, geog- I don't. Because... I know geography about as well as a- animal anatomy, apparently. Yeah, yeah. So you can go visit the show notes and see all the links that that we're putting in here at isometricshow.com. Uh, you can send us email and tell us what a good job we're doing at. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> at feedback at isometricshow.com. Uh, you can tweet the show at isometricshow. And, you can uh, watch you, us play video games. You can watch us play video games at isometric.tv. You follow, you know, follow the four of us on Twitter, and one of us will tweet out. And if you know, I'm paying attention, I'll retweet it from the Isometric Show account also. And uh, you can follow me on Twitter. I am at WickedGood. And Bree, where can people find you? At SpaceCatGal. And Maddie? Same as Clone. And Georgia? Georgia underscore Dow. And, we we and caught you playing Hashtroids again, didn't we? <laughs> no, no. I've, I've, some, some female goats do have horns depending on the breed. See? Okay. Thank you. Oh, Fair I've, enough. I am vindicated. <laughs> you are. You are. Thank you very much for listening. And we will, uh, we will catch you next week. Have a great one. So right. I guess I'm a Hashtroids fan now. After the week I've had, the yeah. only game I'm willing to play is Hashtroids. <laughs> so now Steve is there is butt mode to- in Hashtroids? I hope so. Yeah. I'm going to make a mod. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> I don't know how to do that. But I'll figure it out. <laughs> uh, You're probably not lead enough to program at Hashtroids level. <laughs>
<laughs> it's very technical. Three. <laughs> I feel like you're being discouraging of me and my no, beginning no, career no, no, as a no, woman no. in games. No. I'm saying that it's so badly written. Was oh, you think you think I'm too much of a lead hacksaw to program a mod for asteroids? I think if I, I think if you got the files for it, I think it would be very easy. So. I believe in you. That's my message.